We are still alive. This is We're here. Fit for Life Radio. Your hosts, Gary and Will, here with you today. Hi. And we've missed everyone. Yeah. We've, we've loved all two of you that said you missed us. Yeah, we appreciate it. <laughs> we missed you too. And yeah, so it's actually a good example of the importance of habit and consistency. For those of you that know, I was moving from California to Virginia. So as we got into moving responsibilities and duties, my schedule got messed up for when we would normally link up and record. And yeah, we got out of alignment and decided it'd be easier just to kind of clean slate and start the podcast back up when I was situated, which we now are. So yep. now we're sitting on the same couch, same couch. We'll have rubbing thighs, a lot of guests with us too in person, which will be fun. Yeah. And we're excited to yeah keep bringing all the, the good info and interviews and bring the pain, bring the pain. So, all right, let's, let's get into it. Um, cause you're like the most like routine person I've ever met. Um, so kind of get into, I guess, uh, how you maintain that while you traveled. Cause you guys did for, for everyone who doesn't know, they did a cross country drive from LA to Virginia. What did it take? Eight days? Uh, well, we did it in 10 days. 10 days. We're taking our time. So you're normally real routine with your eating. How, how did you make it work on your trip and still like stay nice and shredded? Cause for, for a lot of people, that's like a really hard thing to do. Cause then it's like a McDonald's and there's an Arby's and let's get yeah. gas station food and all this stuff. So like what, what did, what rules did you set? I guess so that you kind of stayed on top of your habits. Yeah. I think what happens with most people is they say, Oh, I can't be perfect. So I'll just do whatever, you know, whatever, just throw caution to the wind. Let's do it. And, Twinkies, uh, baby. Yeah. So for me, I simply, well, don't worry about that. And I then reestablished kind of my priorities to just being, Hey, I just want to get the protein I like to get in each day. Mm -hmm. So, and then if anything after that is whatever. So, but typically when I eat enough protein, it keeps me pretty full, you know? So you're not going to want to just like eat, uh, Twinkies and Twizzlers while you drive the whole time. So we kind of, kind of like I always say, we really no snacks because if you just, you know, you're not eating a bag of Cheetos and f like really feeling that satisfied from it. You know, nah. I mean, it's tasty, but you're not like, oh, like that's a meal. You're just bored while you're driving and eating them. So exactly. we just, you know, no snacks. There's no need for them. We'll just, you know, have something to eat in the morning, have something like stop and get gas and have lunch. And then when we get to the place, we'll go out for dinner, you know, or have dinner. So typically two really basic meals. And then when we get there, go have like an enjoyment meal. So, yeah. but that, I mean, that's balanced too. And then the trade-offs, yeah. cause you can't have every meal being an enjoyment meal. Yeah. Especially Traveling or for not. 10 days. Yeah, exactly. So that's, and that's a good example of trade-offs with anything, you know, you eat a little lighter and you eat pretty basic for two meals and then it gives you a good amount of calories to kind of play around with at night. So yep. you're still staying on track. Yep. And I mean, I've been doing this so long, like I don't have to count calories or nah. no, like I can kind of feel my hunger and you just kind of know it balances out. Like in, so for example, I would normally have just some protein in the morning. So just shake it up with some water, you know, so two, three scoops, 50, 60 grams. Then we got a bunch of canned chicken breast and canned tuna. 
And so we would stop at lunch, get gas, and just eat it out of the can. So I know it's a lot of people that's disgusting, but we actually enjoy it. It's not, obviously, you don't enjoy it like you would a pint of ice cream, but it's not like we're forcing it down. Yeah. Um, and it's quick, easy, cheap, Clean. and uh, like 50 grams of protein. Boom. So that's what we would do for lunch. And then, yeah, dinner, we were stopping in a lot of the, the bigger cities and would explore. So we would go out to eat, you know, a couple steak and potato one night. When we were in Memphis, we got barbecue, so it's the whole nine. So you get the barbecue and the cornbread and the French fries. Mm-hmm. Um, when we did, we went to Nashville. They have like a biscuit place, so we went there for brunch. Bro, that biscuit, dude. No, they had, <laughs> they had, dude. It, I was a little upset. They messed up my flow. I don't know why they wouldn't ask about this. They there was like a sweet one that was like a peanut butter chocolate type one. And that was an appetizer, and they had what? a savory biscuit. Like, I got, like, a burger-type biscuit, but I didn't think. I thought they were going to bring them out together. Yeah. They brought out the the peanut butter chocolate banana one first. And I was like, I can't I can't eat this first when I have a hamburger one coming. Mm. You got to end with this. End with the sweet. Right? Start with the salt. So I was like, well, I don't want to look like a weirdo or, like, I don't like it, so I'll eat half of it and then save the other half. But I started eating the half, and I was like, I can't save it. I can't wait. Yeah. Was so, it yeah. Good? It was good. Yeah, yeah, they were good. And then the burger was good. The whole meal was great. What, but, what was the best the best place you stopped? I know. That's hard. Probably, probably just because it's such a classic, and it's always so hyped up when a whole region is, like, known for a food, and it can be easily a letdown. Mm-hmm. But the in Memphis – the rib meal. Yeah, that's what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, the rib meal was, was probably my favorite. Um, yeah, see, I feel like every region has that. And I thought it was just, like, hype, right? Until, like, when we went to Texas. And had the brisket. That brisket. Yeah. And I still have dreams about it. And, like, any brisket I have, you know, since mm-hmm. then is just never going to be as good until I go back. So now I feel like I got to go to – where you in? Memphis, Nashville, mm-hmm. Memphis, and get some ribs. Yeah. And it really is. When our last meal in California and SoCal was, we went to this taco place that we like, you know. So mm-hmm. tacos, tacos, you bro. know, and they're amazing. Yeah. There's, were, there's not gonna be any tacos like that in Virginia. Were they corn tortillas? Yeah, they were. Corn. Okay. They were like they were like they make the tortillas. Yeah. yeah. That made so, Diego happy. So yeah. So and and then when we uh, got to Virginia, we stayed with. Uh, my brother-in-law and his wife in the Blacksburg area. And, you know, went out to eat, had drinks. You know, when we stayed with her parents, same thing. And people just freak out. And I think the biggest difference is you want to get to a place, like people will have a quote-unquote bad food and just feel like they sabotaged everything. Yeah, like days over. Yeah. Nothing matters. But you don't. Just eat less the next day. So if we had like two days in a row where we ate out at two or three different restaurants and pigged out, had drinks, well, then we'd have a day where we just ate lean protein, you know? Yep. So just a protein shake, just just some meat, and it's going to kind of balance out, you know? Yep. So it's nothing really to worry about. Now, the, you, that's so that's the thing. You can't eat – you can eat what you want. You just can't eat how much you want. Crystal ball. That was that's, good. You know, so it's just like, – you know, so yeah, like – and you can even kind of eat how much you want in a day, but then you're not going to be – you know, be able to eat how much you want. It's got to balance out over, so. over time. Like we'll, we'll call it a week or even a month. You know, if you want to think really big picture, like yeah. that's what matters. So as long as your, your average is fine, 
so yeah so that was you know and, and here's the thing right when you have a really good big meal like you're super full and satisfied and happy i feel like if you turn around and do that again for your next meal and your next meal they're not as enjoyable then at that point no because then it's all the same yeah that's it so yeah then your dose has to go up and you need a little something more Mm-hmm. A little something more mm-hmm. after that. So then you add, you know, ice cream on top. Yeah. So, yeah, that's – and I think that's that's a lot of people do struggle with that. So maybe, like, setting just a couple rules. Like, man, I want to – when I'm traveling, I want to make sure I get all my protein in every day. Yeah. Like, that's a really good basic one. And then, like, don't stress everything else as much, but really put your emphasis on that and, you know, focus all of your meals around it, even if it's eating, you know, canned tuna yeah. – that's going to help you. And it's setting yourself up for success, right? It's okay, yeah, maybe having your exact meals and making them ahead of time and your clean carbs and all that on the road. Like trying to do that, you're, you're, it's not going to happen. And then you're going to feel bad and then you're going to completely fall off. Where if you just set a new set of rules for your circumstance, something you can actually achieve, then you get some good momentum and good juju. You know? yeah. So for me, when I, when I have less control – it's still pretty easy to say, okay, I'm going to get a certain amount of protein a day. And then, and then that permeates everything. So if you're at a restaurant, you're like, well, I still want to get my protein. So then you actually, well, maybe you'll pick the steak dinner, you know, instead of just the uh, spinach dip, you mm-hmm. know, like and, and crushing a bunch of stuff like that. And, you know, so you end up making pretty good decisions and pretty good is really all you need. Especially so. if you're being consistent with pretty good yeah. rather than like, ah, oh, so good today. And then, oh, man, I was so bad for five days in a row. I just, you know, said forget it and ate everything. Well, you don't have to be perfect. You just have to be all right, you know? Yep. And what you'll find is, or at least me personally, is I never then, like, when I'm out of my routine and don't have control like I normally like, you never feel bad or guilty because you ate such and such food. It's You'll get to a point to where, you just feel better when you eat and live a certain way, like your energy and all that. Yep. And that's what you miss and, and you're reminded of. So I like to kind of, that's actually fun. So it's, it was fun to get about five days in and be like, man, I miss my routine. I miss my better sleep. I miss waking up more refreshed, mm-hmm. which comes with, you know, eating the way I normally eat. So you start to appreciate that stuff more, but it's nothing to like freak out over. Like no. you're not going to, um, derail everything no, and circumstances always change and people are i think get a little hung up on like when you know life happens it's not linear it's not just like oh i'm gonna do this every single day for the rest of my life and it's never gonna change and i have to be perfect well dude sometimes you're driving across country or sometimes you know circumstances are a little out of your control you know someone's in the hospital and you're there around the clock i mean you do the best you can but you're not gonna beat yourself up because you didn't have you know all of your prepared beef and rice and all that kind of stuff. You just yeah. you do what you can and deal with wh- wherever you're at at the time. And then once your your routine is a little bit more back to normal, you're just right back at it because you've kind of maintained those habits as much as you can, you know, for mm-hmm. that given circumstance. So it's all turning the dial. Yeah. Right. And for most people, the the lowest dial should be all right. Well, eat eat my protein. You know, and then you can dial up when everything is is a little more back to normal. Yep. And the other thing I realized. You know, so we're moving into a new place and all that. And even though we've lived here before, actually a lot's changed. There's like all these new grocery stores and everything is you have to reestablish a new routine. And, you know, most people focus on the diets and the methods 
But the stuff that's most important and really the habits that actually make it all happen are getting back in my routine of grocery shopping. What time am I going to do it so that it gets mm -hmm. done? My kind of weekly meal prep, getting back in that routine. Those are the overlooked habits that are way more important than the super specifics, worrying about superfoods, all that. You want to make sure you don't overlook these things. I, well, that's the base. I think that, yeah. cause like you could like, you could have all this stuff like, oh, I'm gonna eat this and this and this, but oh shit, I forgot to go grocery shopping. Now what am I gonna do? Then you're scrambling yep. and it's just, you're not operating from a good place. So that's way more important, I feel. And I think that's a good base for, for everybody. It's like, well, make sure you get your groceries, make sure you have some kind of a plan and the routine, you know, even if it's yeah. just real loose, like, all right, well, Sunday nights, I'm going to plan, you know, what I'm eating the next day. Yeah. Great. And we'll kind of sidestep into that. Uh, you know, I had an email and post about how, you know, most people struggle with change when it comes to nutrition. And I think a lot of that is expectations, right? People read a diet book and think, oh, I just changed these foods and that's it. And then they get overwhelmed and it never lasts. But the real reason we get overwhelmed is because we're, we kind of aren't focused and not seeing the big picture of all the change that is required beyond that. So kind of mentioning how, yeah, changing what you eat also means changing how you shop, changing how you deal with stress. Cause a lot of people deal with stress by eating. That's got to change, mm -hmm. you know, changing how we hang with our friends. Every time you hang with a certain friend involve eating pizza and having drinks. Well, you know, that could be an issue if you hang out with that friend a lot. Sometimes you have to change friends. People, you know, that's a scary thought. Changing your relationship with food, changing how we prepare food. So all those, it's a, it's a lot more than just changing what you eat. Um, that, and that's just something you have to accept. So a lot of people would say, I mean, we've all done it. Say you've done a diet and failed, and then you just feel like you're the failure. But again, maybe change your perspective and realize you're changing, you need to change a lot of things, kind of cut yourself some slack and then go from there. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, and it's like you, you're trying to change, say like the foods you're eating, but you forgot that you need to change a few other things to help that even be effective. Yep. You know, like if you don't grocery shop, then, you know, doing yep. the keto diet might still not work. Yeah, because you might, be trying to pick up food every day or you start trying to shop and change your diet at the same time. Mm -hmm. Both are overwhelming, you know, so you, you want to pick one thing to focus on. Like a lot of times we get like, and I understand it. People are like, just tell me what to eat and that can work. But what we've seen over the, the last decade is people grind that out until they can't grind it out. Yep. Like here's your exact meal plan. Just eat these foods. And yeah, like we can give, you a meal plan and you'll lose weight if you eat these foods, but then it all falls apart because it gets to be so exhausting. And what if, what if something like, what if it's not available? Yeah. What do I do? What do I do in this situation where, oh man, I just can't eat my first meal. How do I do this? Well, if you don't know and you haven't kind of learned and actually acquired the skill yeah. and what comes with, you know, kind of acquiring that and working on it, then you're not going to know and it's all just going to crumble. And then you're probably going to, you know, fall off the wagon because you have nothing to fall back on really other than, I either follow this or I don't. Yeah. I remember <clears throat> I was always a picky eater. And when I first got into 
fitness and yet you, you see like a meal plan and I followed it for a while, you know, the old school like bodybuilder where you mm-hmm. eat like six times a day, God. you have to eat these foods and it was just, I was miserable, you know, and it's it worked. Fu- I was, I got results, job. but I, w- I always had to have food ready. You always had to have Tupperware. You would get cranky if you didn't, couldn't find time or a place to eat every three hours. Mm-hmm. It was just a huge cramp in your lifestyle. And then when I learned about, and this was way before it was popular, this was Dude, this was six years ago. Yeah. When I we learned about intermittent fasting, so mm-hmm. I started that and realized, oh, like, and nothing changed. Like, my energy, my body fat, all that. Like, it was just the same food. Just I only ate two or three meals a day and skipped breakfast, and it didn't matter. So you you kind of and it was a little more convenient. I didn't have to like have six meals a day, and then eventually I settled in. Well, I like I have the time to eat breakfast and enjoy it and three meals a day is more normal and settle in that. So every person has their own journey and there is kind of flexibility with finding what's sustainable for you so that you can actually keep with it. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people thrive on really rigid rules, but in the long term, uh, they, they can normally backfire. Yeah. So. I think like the most important thing is just, you know, having good habits and how much am I eating? And then like the other stuff, like the method, right? The, the diet type is really just, well, what works for you? Some people might like not eating carbs. Cool. If you can sustain that and you're great and you're not, it doesn't rip apart your social situations, your social life. Awesome. If you find yourself like, Hey, I just want to eat a little bit of everything. Cool. That's what works for you. And that that's, it's finding that too. Um, and I think most people should shoot for that middle ground because it kind of, uh, um, it allows for the most flexibility with things. Yeah. And I think the reason we get attracted to the extreme methods is we kind of hope that there is just, just amazing light bulb moment. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, like in the same, you could have one person tell you, well, if you eat breakfast, it stokes your metabolism and helps mm-hmm. you lose fat. So then you're thinking, oh, all I have to, if I just eat breakfast, I'll be burning fat. Rev this up. And then you can literally turn the page or click on a different Instagram account or overhear a different conversation and hear someone say, intermittent fasting is key. You need to skip breakfast and that keeps your body in a fat burning mode. Don't eat till noon. That's the key. And then someone thinks, oh, all I have to do is skip a meal and then I can eat whatever I want and I'll be burning fat, right? And ultimately, both are right and both are wrong, right? Yep. It's, you, there, there is no just magic thing. It, it, it really comes down to just your total intake and how you divvy it out is just really personal preference and what's sustainable for your lifestyle. So yeah. obviously someone who maybe gets up at four in the morning and has to hit, hit the road by 4.30, might not have time for breakfast. Well, guess what? Like having, sitting down and having breakfast might not be sustainable for them. But so that's fine. They can push it back yeah. or someone might have breakfast and enjoy sitting down and, and it starting the day, you know, it gives them a good habit. So that could work just fine too. Yeah. Both of those are cool. It, it, like you said, like the total you eat in a day is really all that matters. Like, yeah, I've gone through periods where I did three meals a day and I enjoyed it. And then circumstances change and I find myself, I work a little bit better if I can work out early work afterwards. And then I worry about food around lunchtime. I find myself more productive that way. So it fits with my life. 
to actually just push it to two meals and they're bigger meals. So I'm a little more satisfied and it just helps me to stay on track a little bit better too. So that's what I do. And if circumstances change and I start, you know, working out at another time or my schedule changes, maybe my, you know, when I eat will, will change, but my total will still stay the same just around what I do. And trust your body. Like I remember one time there was a thing like the warrior diet. It was basically like where you eat nothing all day and you try to get to like one meal a day. And, and again, like we just said, that can work. But I remember when I was doing that and I also work out earlier in the day and I, I felt awful and I always felt awful. Like I always felt drained, you know, and, and I would still just try to force it and work against it and be like, this has to work. And eventually when I just had a little bit more food earlier in the day and not huge meals, but just stopped trying to completely avoid food or only have like one piece of fruit for each meal. And, you know, I, it felt, I felt so much better, you know, and that, that's your body telling you something. Like if you're doing some super diet with all these rules and you just don't feel good, like don't try to force it, you know? Yep. Um, if you're doing some diet where, you know, you haven't used the bathroom in 30 days, you should it's probably probably not a good thing yeah. like that's you know so but for some people it, you know that same thing could work great yep. so it's like you know trust yourself and understand you know it's it's about the principles not the methods mm-hmm. so the principles are proper total food intake you know fine and people always say well how much is that well if you're gaining weight you're eating too much if you're overweight and need to lose weight then it's an amount where you're able to lose weight and if you want to maintain your weight, it's really an amount where you're maintaining your weight. Yep. And it's so. going to differ for everybody too. There's just so many factors. So you can't just put like a one single number on it and say, Hey, this is just yep. how much it is. We're all different sizes and have different muscle mass and just, uh, just a lot that goes into it. So, uh, but looking at those clues, like, Hey, am I gaining weight? All right. Well, maybe I should eat a little bit less than yeah. I am. Like a healthy diet for someone starting from scratch could be literally eating the same thing you're eating now but a little less of, of a, i'd of say a, it's a great idea you know like that's an that's a good place to start yep so yeah i mean that's a low barrier to entry right you still have the same stuff same habits just yep you're just eating a little less break, yeah just break it up a little bit more so oh, i and, like that yeah to close out like we always say the the main principles and what we do recommend to give a good starting point is focus on protein first you always know? so you need a certain amount of protein to do just regular things. So think of it like your body is a house or if you hired a contractor and you said, all right, I want you to build me a house and you only gave him a little teeny toolbox. That's basically what you're doing when you don't eat enough protein, right? Yep. So when you eat enough protein, you're getting en- enough tools and materials for your body to do its thing. So, yep. and then you add in activity and you, you need a little more. So, and yep. then, you know, animal protein is, all the complete protein and amino acids you need so it's a little bit easier but for whatever reason you don't want to eat animals you can do it through plant foods but but it's harder so you have to combine certain foods like rice and beans things like that and then those foods are also high in carbs which then uh, means you might have to have a little bit less fat to keep your calories in check Mm -hmm. so yeah so those are all the factors Yep. That's kind of what we coach people through. And that's why there's like no cookie cutter one way. Because nope. everyone's in personality type, some people 
do good with numbers. Some people get overwhelmed with numbers. Some people like templates. So it's, you know, don't feel bad when you try some diet and it doesn't work for you. Like you're the problem. Yeah. You know, just use it. Like it's just, you know, data, it's information. Like, okay, I did this and it didn't work. And then what, what, can I, what I else can on? I do? Yeah. yeah. With, with ultimately always working towards the principles of getting in a calorie deficit and getting enough protein. Boom. Actually, I think that's really what it boils down to 100%. Yeah. If you do that, you're good. Yeah. Those two things. Don't complicate it. Yep. And even when you're traveling. So like I said, you can set little rules to, to nail those principles, which I was able to do when I was traveling by just getting enough protein and balancing pleasure meals with just kind of fuel meals. Love a good pleasure meal. Mm. But also fuel. We're going to have some pleasure meals this weekend. We are going to have some pleasure meals. Cookout. Mm. It's always a good time. There's going to be there's going to be donuts. Donuts. And sourdough bread. Mm. And guacamole. Let's see I can't crack into those donuts first. Mm-mm. That's nah, an improper nah, nah, nah. improper meal. Nah, order. you got to go savory eat a couple burgers. There you go. Oof, put donuts. a burger on the donut. Yep. And then that might keep me from eating 12 donuts. I'm kind of full from the meat. That's what I do. You eat as much yeah. meat as you can, then you have one donut. Yeah. I say that. Let's see if that happens. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, hopefully you enjoyed this first episode back. We got a lot more coming. Fire them off. All right, you can hit us up on Instagram or Facebook or email us. So I imagine if you're listening to this podcast, you, you know how to find us on those things. So. Yeah. Don't call us, though. All right, guys. Holler back. Later. As always, thanks for listening, guys. If you want to learn more, check us out at CoastalFitnessVA.com or GaryDeagle.com. We'll see you next time.